Welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast, showing you the simple way of returning to God through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. If you've been looking for peace in life and want to be a part of the revival, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and return to God. Well, everybody, welcome uh, back to another episode of the Doubt Every Thought Podcast. It has been a while. It is the 19th of September. We made it past September 11th with no major terrorist incident. Good job, Jacob. Yeah, we, uh, at least the ones that we know of. That the yeah, allegedly. Is letting us know. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the darkness is willing to share with us. You know, because the government is the terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in the day, like we revolted when taxes went up by a few percentage points, and now we're just sitting here, like, okay, you can, you can inject me, but you know, just vaccine not that much. mandate, sure. Uh, okay that's fine i'll put on a mask i guess i'll do it i mean you have to do booster shots right oh okay right i mean i I have to be able to do this to watch my porn i mean how am i not supposed to so i have (laughs) to to do this in order to work okay sure i don't see any problem with that i I guess i'll just roll over and uh do it i mean i i don't think i should do it but i I mean i guess i'll do it because that's the only logical thing to do oh my god yeah i'm a libertarian you know that's uh (laughs) i need to i need to support my uh my addictions and family spending all their money, you know, I can't possibly afford to work in a trade because, you know, I, I, I make $150,000 now behind a desk, you know, and I can't make $60,000, you know, working on toilets. That's, oh man, my, what would my wife think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, morally, I don't care either way how this country goes, but, uh, seriously, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just going to let it happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for those of you who are vaccine damaged, uh, that's what we call joking. Um, <laughs> so I feel like there's been a loss of joy in so many people these days too. They've, they've uh, either submitted to this new God, which is kind of like the science, right? Science is this new God, quote, you know, unquote. Yeah, quote unquote, or they, they want to continue to worship their God of money. And so because of that, they're just sacrificing everything to it. And you're really just seeing now the difference between those who truly are doubting every thought and following them, you know, following God into the light and those who are just masked up and jabbed up. And my goodness gracious, you know, there's been quite a divide that I've noticed and I'm sure many people have noticed, but have you kind of seen that too, man? Just the past few months, uh, I find that the unrighteous are just kind of losing steam and they are disconnected from source and they're exhausted and, you know, dropping when like flies. Heaven's divine. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And you were, you were at the, uh, the men's conference, I think a few, few weeks ago. How, how'd that go, man? It was amazing, Jacob. It was life changing. It amazing. was, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I always kind of joke with, with people, um, Cause they're like, yeah. why do you go there? I'm like, I, well, I just go there just to fellowship with other people. And, um, cause really totally. it's, it's the same thing all the time. Um, you know, the same kind of questions generally. And I guess what's so amazing is you, I guess we've all had those questions and we've all heard the answers to the questions, but until you really are trying to seek out and, um, uh, and find them for yourself, then it's like, oh, okay, now I understand uh, what what the answer was. Now, now it makes sense to me everything that they were talking about before. So, oh yeah, yeah, like when we used to do the monthly, I used to go to the monthly one up in L.A. You went to one that was in this was in uh, Florida, was it? Yeah, 
Yeah, so you went all the way to Florida, down deep into the bowels of uh, <laughs> the humid area, and you made <laughs> yeah, it. You make a really good away. point. Yeah, it is. You make a really good point about how you can listen to everything that Roy says, or that the Bible says, or Jesus says, or um, JLP says, and you can kind of absorb it all, but until you actually put it into practice, and then maybe go to the men's conference and talk about it mono e mono like with other guys you actually have to know it for yourself and right. that must be is that kind of different than it, it, at these events it kind of solidifies your perspective is that a good way to kind of put it yeah that that is or even just going about life in general and uh you know people having certain questions and bringing up certain topics and if right. you bring it up and if you're unwavering from what has been revealed to you, right? Yeah, it can't be taken away from you, no matter how crazy somebody makes you out to seem. Um, that's very, very common. They're just like, "Oh, you're crazy." You're like, "Ah, oh well." Yeah. I don't, what I like <laughs> to do is be like, uh, "And you're not," and then point out the <laughs> kind of like how the joke, the our joke opening that we did, all oh, this man. stuff. I know. It's like, wait, so you're not going to take, so you are going to take the job, but you don't believe in the job, but you want to have, uh, you want, you're, you're relying on somebody else to give you some kind of fulfillment because you want to go on a cruise, but you don't Dude. believe in it, but you're going to support mm -hmm. it, even though it really is everything that you're against. And also your wife is nagging you to just do it so you can get on the cruise. So you're going to just oh, do man. it, <laughs> man. It's I've, I've really, um, I found it very relaxing now. I feel like I've been falling further into peace as the world seems to ramp up, you know. <laughs> craziness. Right. I feel like I haven't changed. The The analogy I've heard is that we're all just kind of at our level. And suddenly the rest of the realm who we thought were with us, you know, or who we thought were righteous, uh, you know, keyword thought, you know, they actually, during this whole reveal, this apocalypse, then reality, they just dropped a thousand feet. And so relative to them, we're looking around like, what just happened? Like, where'd everyone go? Oh my God, the people I used to trust and reach <laughs> out to, like now they're just triple masked and I, I, they won't hang out with me until I get vaccinated and family won't see me, <laughs> you know, and all these things. But in reality, it's not that like we're becoming super holy and, and you know, doubting every thought and being with God, but it's literally just seems like everyone else is choosing to exit stage left. You know, they are, they're out for the count. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy how all they're saying is you, they're, they're pretty much doing it with blind rhetoric. Like, oh, the government mandated this. Right. And so therefore I'm going to do, it's like, uh, what? Nobody's forcing right. you to do it. There there's has, there literally has not been an enforcement. It's just all. Not at all. You're blindly all. being like, oh. It's a mandate, so that sounds serious. So I guess I should do it. It's like, what? Just why don't you just stand your ground? I mean, yeah. obviously everyone isn't for it. There are some, you know, people that are for it and for and are against it. So why not just stand with those that are against it instead yeah. of just folding or or just quitting your job outright and being like, oh well, I guess this is the end. Even though <laughs> nothing happened yet, you know. Exactly the 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 fear tube or TV or news, whatever you want to call it. Um, they're making all these claims of like, oh, you have to do this thing. And if you don't look at this one guy who didn't comply, he's in jail now. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. 
and yeah. you go look up that story and you look it up like wait that's actually not true what you said like yeah he was fine but then he petitioned it and then the fine was dropped by the courts because it's illegal you can't just you know force somebody to wear a mask against their will and it i've i've gone through so much of this where you just watch it all happen you see all these stories and the people are believing it and then you if you just question the underlying principle sometimes you'll find people are honest and they say oh i'm just you know i'm too cowardly i'm just going to do it uh, just to get along you know to get along right. to get along so i'm just dealing with it but, right, um, but they use a nice word instead of cowardly they say i'm uh <laughs> I'm a libertarian. <laughs> uh, I'm a libertarian. <laughs> I'm not a coward. I'm a libertarian. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good, my friend. <laughs> I'm a free-thinking man, but I, I'm just not going to do anything because I have no morals. But uh, you exactly. know, everyone who has morals is a bad person. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, we're going to let the people with no morals dictate everything against my and then, will. <laughs> and then these people, they straw man the religious arguments. They're I like, know, oh, right? religious people, they all shut down their churches. And I'm like... Uh, yeah, those weren't churches. You know, those were tax havens. You know, those the true churches, churches didn't Oh, close. Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually said that a few times. <laughs> you really just kind of... I think people can tell in our conversation, Jacob, we're light about this. Like, you know, it's the church of Satan, you know, but... <laughs> well, it is true, but we're having a laugh about it. <laughs> They're funny? like, how could they know? How, oh, how do they, who do they think they are saying it? Like, what do you think? You're so holy? And I'm like, nah, I'm I'm a piece of junk. Like, I'm only, like... Like, the veil I'm, has been lifted from me. <laughs> I am so holy, and God told me to tell you that you're a sodomite, you know? You know, right? <laughs> Behold, <laughs> I'm the one who knows. Put your hands up, you know, <laughs> just like Hitler did, you know, nice up, and just wave him back and forth. And there's, there's so much... Um, I feel like all these titles of this realm have fallen away, too, where... Even those who call themselves Christians or following God or they say they're righteous or whatever it may be, the the more this apocalypse is revealed, right? Well, the more the shutdowns happen and all that. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I find that I'm so grateful that I woke up only a year and a half ago, like during this whole time period. And now it seems like I'm a completely different person. And yeah. I, I feel like just for those who haven't woken up yet and are listening um they want to know how to do it it just i think the other thing i wanted to ask you now it's been a few months since you've woken up or maybe a year it's been a while actually it's been a year in a while for you um you know you've gone through hard times of you know not having work and now you have work and now you're dealing with conversations you don't know what the future holds but it just seems like you're becoming more of a man just by doubting every thought sitting quietly in a silent prayer every morning and night and you have just joy in your life and I feel like that joy is beginning to disappear in those who aren't on that path. And I'm kind of wondering what it's like now for you being woken up and having joy and peace. And kind of if you're noticing that too, for those who aren't on the path, they're not having a good time. And I'm wondering <laughs> if you're seeing that too. <laughs> yeah. So I think really above all, um, it's it's amazing to really know something for yourself. Like to, yes. to understand how evil has been with us all because we all have sinned, but then to notice right. it in yourself and in others, but then once you can admit it's in you, then God can help you clear it out because then you go and forgive and all yeah. that's, and, and it's, um, I think I've talked about this before, but basically uh, there, there's something in the Bible where Paul 
the same kind of situ- situation happened to him. They called the the road to Damascus. And, Ooh, interesting. Uh, so he was on the road to Damascus, and he was gonna like kill a bunch of Christians because he was a crazy Jewish um, heretic, or not a heretic, but his his really um, into the whole Jew thing, right? So he was gonna kill oh, yeah. all the Christians. And, Crushing um, it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so and so Jesus had like revealed himself to him, and then so that's the whole thing, the road to Damascus. So. After um, Paul realizes pretty much that he's done wrong, uh, he had these scales that were over his eyes, and the scales were lifted after a few days. But um, uh. but, to, but to me, like it's like the scales fell out, and then because I had held uh, all the religious leaders, um, you know, all these big mm. name kind of preachers, mm. I'm like, oh, they, yes. they must know the way. And I had so much, I had pretty much put them on a pedestal. And I had um, been like, well, I guess what they say is right. And then um, after just knowing, um, sitting calm and knowing it for myself, I just realized that what they're promoting is really uh, just another way of confusing you and being in Satan's big, elaborate, uh, what do you call it, like a labyrinth. Yeah, what and, you're and no about one else can, up. no one else can um, convince me otherwise. There, there's no man on earth right. that can convince right. me that what I'm saying isn't the truth and that you can live from within and yep. that living from within. And, and, and I even heard Roy Masters talk about this too, living within and living without. And I would kind of be like, I mean, I kind of understand what he means, but now I do know what he means oh, within and without. When you live from within, the kingdom of heaven is within. Right. From without is everything else, all the exterior looking. Right looking uh everywhere else but within and yeah with, from that's without that's point. how you get hell you know everything that's whole satan's illusion right right you've 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 it sounds like you actually have seen the this sounds so hippie but you have seen the energy <laughs> shift right so instead of out to in it's literally from right. within to the without to the you're you're actually the energy source is coming from within and sometimes you feel that in the silent prayer where you feel the warmth it's it's beyond physical warmth. You actually feel radiant, and it's coming out of you. And then you literally are kind of like the light in the darkness, that the without, and you're just projecting into it. And I find it almost unbelievable. I think one thing I wanted to ask you is, there must have been a moment when you woke up, and you're sitting there quietly, and then there was this realization of all these pastors. You're like, oh my gosh, like these guys are full of it. Like, oh no. But I'll, oh, this is amazing, and it kind of like hurts. But at the same right. time, you're like, "This is unbelievable." This guy's been doing it for like 30 years, but he's just he's just a peddler for Satan. This is this is right. this is crazy. <laughs> right? It's like his who Jesus was talking about when he said, um, "Pretty much, don't follow men because they'll lead the right. blind will lead the blind to a ditch." Because Jesus was talking the whole time yeah. about finding the kingdom of heaven within, and then uh, you know all these. Uh, religious fanatics pretty much would come to him and say, Jesus, but isn't it this way? And he's like, no, man, the kingdom of heaven is within. How many times do I have to tell you this? I, I was about to joke about that. Saying, <laughs> like, I bet Jesus, the real Bible is more like Jesus is like, yo, bro, it's just within. They're like, what you really mean is, you know, the within <laughs> gold and silver. He's like, no, like within. And he's like, no, like, <laughs> and then people later on are like, no one's going to take this guy seriously. Let's make him sound really holy. Okay. Dost thou within the fruit of the light, right? And they rewrite it that way. And so it kind of right. keeps us away from 
you know, hippie Jesus, who's really just like, yo, man, God's within. He's within you and me. And when I leave, a piece of him will be inside you. You'll call it <laughs> intuition, but it's really him. And it's awesome. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause and that's all it is. Cause, um, the intellect, I mean, I, mean, I, I see this for myself. It's real clear to me. I just see how the intellect is just totally from Satan. And so a lot of people, they try to intellectualize the Bible and, and oh, yeah. intellectualize spirituality, quote unquote, or God, yep. Yep. God, the great spirit. And when, <laughs> when they do that, they're, tr they're literally trying to use a tool that Satan has given them to escape a greater like box that Satan has put them in. So you yes. can't, you literally can't do it. Like you can only fight it uh, with, with something that God gives you. Yeah, well, yes. when I first woke up, it was kind of like being in the Truman Show, and <laughs> yes, I, and like there was that scene where he he just opens the door and he's like on the beach or like on a boat, and then he yep. goes to like the the end of this like fake kind of background and he just he walks the through wall, the door, bonk, right? Yeah, and and that's like how I felt. I'm like, uh, but I felt like I was on a jeep, and you know, I just happened to go and veer off this cliff, but instead of going to like nothingness, yep. I just I just broke through like this fake billboard and then I'm on like the outside now. I'm like, oh, crap. yeah, like you think you're going to go off a cliff and all of a sudden you go and you close your eyes. You're like, I have faith. Screw it. Wah. And all of a sudden you realize, oh, it's still a road. And you're looking and you're floating and you're like, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, and, and I was in like, a, like I was in like the Disneyland Autotopia track for like ever. And then now I'm out of it. <laughs> yeah. You look back <laughs> yeah. and you literally see the Autopia track where it's just circles. It's like and the circles same road. Yeah. Circles. The road of and you're pain looking and at suffering. It. Right. And, and, What's so that's such a great analogy because when you look back at the the cycle that that circle that people are in, you can see like seventy year olds in that circle and they've been in there for fifty years when they first judged and they're still in there, and yeah. these are people that you know have written these complex books uh, <laughs> about the truth of God and you know or about Buddha or whatever it may be, and you look at them you're just like wait a sec it's it, a child can understand. Like if you were to explain your perspective of God to a child, they would understand it, right? right. They'd be like, you're like, God's within you. There's this intuition that you know right from wrong and you should follow that and trust your morals and instincts. And if you don't know something, you don't know it. If you do, you do sit quietly every morning and night and just relax with God, your father, who's within you, you know, and the, your kid would be like, oh, that's pretty cool. And he tries it out. He's just like, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like I don't say anything and it's working out, you know, yeah. versus... You know, it's just, you have to go up like 15 all the other rings. Crap that <laughs> just, people have made with that's religion. such a great summary. Just all the other crap. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, because, I mean, if you think about it too, um, even in the Bible, just even the the few books with Jesus in them, um, yeah, a lot yeah. of the guys going to him were talking about Jesus, like, so in the Bible, blah, blah, blah. But but again, Jesus would point out, no, man, it's, it's within. But right. like, a lot of us... When we go to church and do the whole like Christian thing, uh, we're we're taught to oh yeah, um, the Pharisees were you know pretty stupid like they couldn't follow the word of Jesus, <laughs> but it, it's funny because yes. we're all really Pharisee kind of people because we're using the intellect we're trying yes. to intellectualize God we're trying to you know go to school to learn about God but school is a man made in institution. And right. also, too, um, the definition of religion is pretty much like uh, man's uh, kind of like remember the story of Babel, how man tried to yeah. build the tower. Pretty They're much just to like, get hey, man, everyone's speaking the same language. Hey, yo, bro, let's just like go say hi to God. Screw him. 
we can take them. And then they start building up this little temple. Right. right. Yeah. Let's and try and build something to get to God. That's pretty much what religion is. But, <laughs> but, but you can't, yes. you, you can't do it. And then, and then it's, it's kind of, it's, it's laughable, man, because it's like, all right. So God created everything. He's our great creator. He is a spirit. Um, he's the reason why we are able to live and breathe. You know, he breathed right. life into us, but yeah yet he can't talk directly to me or he can't um he, he can't like guide me he, you know what i mean like he i need to go to someone oh to, i know what you mean man that's it's this it's whole like thing that, that doesn't make sense <laughs> to you like it's like come on man you know like but yeah, exactly but i mean I, I mean i get it because you know they're being in satan's uh big labyrinth of illusion but but you, you know what i mean I, I mean yep. if you just start with with simple kinds of questions to really guide them. Another another good thing we we're talking yep. about this today today at church. Oh, I was nice. talking with it some with some guys, but we're talking about the topic of eternity. Ooh, eternity. But eternity. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, it's it's pretty much just saying, um, is it is it good to wonder about? what will happen when we die or quote unquote to prepare uh <laughs> to to die uh, interesting is it good to wonder about what happens after you die yeah pretty much like will i be going to heaven will i oh, be going I to hell yep interesting. what will happen to the rest of my you know what i mean that kind of uh, okay yeah yeah i see what you mean like that's interesting what was what was kind of what's your perspective on that you know what where, where do you kind of feel that lies because for me i have my own kind of answer but i'd love to know what those guys thought what you what your what your perspective is too about well s some guys just said um there should be a balance and i was like what does that mean <laughs> yeah. and they said um i don't know uh, we should be mindful of it and I'm like, the common yeah. thing with god is that he does not <laughs> like the lukewarm he likes the fire <laughs> he doesn't want people <laughs> oh you know sit on the fence right yeah, okay. okay so so I was like, well, I mean, when Jesus even said, let the dead bury the dead, what was he talking about there? I mean, to me, he <laughs> was kind of just saying, hey, these pers these people are already, um, they, they can't even live. So why should they be mindful about death? Yes. And to me, and to me, it's, it's yeah, the same thing. For, for the longest time, I wasn't living life. I didn't realize that I should uh, understand more that I am the created and not the creator and stop playing yep. God. So that yep. way I can live a fulfilling life that is guided by God because I'm not and God. Like, and, <laughs> and the whole thing too there is the, I know this, this sounds so gay, but <laughs> there it's when you truly let go of trying to be your own God and that's, and you say, oh, I'm so wrong for being an idiot. And it's really just, you're following the temptation from Satan, right? Your thoughts right. are getting you to judge yourself, judge others. You act wrong. You get unrighteousness because of that. But if, when you truly repent by saying, I'm retarded, I get it, you know, and you begin to realize how much you, what you aren't, and like you kind of mentioned with Paul, the, the scales begin to fall away. Um, really, this new chapter of being born again, you truly understand what it means to be born again. It's not this confusing, like, oh, I got dunked in water, <laughs> you know, now yeah. I'm born again. It's you literally feel like you have a new life, which which is the life who you've always been, but you just were covered in, you know, 
uh, Satan's in the darkness. Poop. Yeah, you're covered in just just excrement, and God's just like, dude, let me wipe this off you. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but really, when you do that, the you begin to live on an adventure versus a rote routine, and it it doesn't mean you're guaranteed the riches of you know um, being an awesome thing or whatever it may be. Um, it's just one of those things where you you actually have this zest and joy for life because you don't know what's going to happen in the future because the future doesn't exist allegedly and you don't you you reflect upon eternity but in reality right now we are in eternity because that's the present moment it's been the same present moment since you've been born to where it is now and it's just such an adventure where anything that happens to you it unfolds and you're thankful for even the hard times. You're like, oh man, I lost my job. Wow, this is a great story so far. You know, you just keep on moving forward and you don't like disappear in your imagination of like, no, my future plan of, you know, having four different homes is ruined and I was going to get a bunch of sodomy by these other girls and oh man, I need the car. It's literally, literally you feel like you're a tool of God and he will use you righteously. You know, and that's, that's what's been feeling like for me. And so when you talk about eternity, um, my perspective on eternity is just it kind of doesn't matter because we're already in it right now and the present moment is what's real and if you try to think about what happens after you die i, I don't know but right. who cares you know because you know most people are already dead you know yeah. most people are just caked in sin of judgment which is the only to me is the only sin is judgment believing your thoughts and all that so that, what an interesting um interesting response where it's kind of like a balance what, what was kind of your your feedback too on the eternity thing got a little lost there well i just asked them questions like uh like okay so what do you do with that information once you know it how does that prepare you <laughs> like oh yeah there's heaven there's earth, there's uh heaven and there is hell and even the bible says that heaven and earth shall pass away and you know there's like three heavens and one of the heavens is like uh where oh, god nice. resides Okay. And, uh, and so the other ones are, you know, pretty much like what's over our head. And I guess like the stars, those Above are like the, the other firmament. two heavens. Okay. 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 And, um, and yeah, so crap that's like that, like, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna fade away and you will stand before judgment. You know, every man shall be accountable and, uh, yep. and that kind of stuff. But, but I don't know. I, I think that, I think, yeah, that, that is true. But at the same time, God also said, my my yoke is easy and my burden is light so it's not like um that's a great saying it's not like he's gonna punish punish you like because you're not doing everything right that's like just that's totally not how he operates he already knows that you're doing wrong because we've been separated from him ever since you know the the original sin that occurred so he knows it's not like he's like oh my god i can't believe how (laughs) how horrible and terrible you've been uh, yeah. You know, I, I sent my only son to save you guys, but I still hate you because, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's I like, do. come on, guys. <laughs> I do. I do. The, to me, um, the other thing that comes to mind when uh, people begin to talk is there's just so much unrighteousness in my own life that I've been made aware of that, you know, sometimes there are questions that don't need answers. Yeah. And maybe this is one of them. Not saying it's it's right or wrong. It's more Satan will get you to answer questions that don't matter. He'll be a yeah, or like, to focus on things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Don't matter. Exa- exactly. He'll say like, 
that's actually a story for most people. Like he'll get you to focus on your career because you believe your thought that that's what's most important. Right. And Jacob, am I too fat? Would I be pretty <laughs> if I just lost twenty more pounds? <laughs> take this diet pill. Take this I know, diet right? Pill. Yeah, <laughs> but take crazy fat burners and and not really have a good diet at all. But but I'm taking the fat burners, so I'm gonna God, have a sexy body, yourself. and I'm yeah, gonna and like the, have a have a marriage partner, and then we'll have a wonderful life. And then, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and that's I, how I get a righteous man, right? <laughs> I love I love just like um saying the stuff back to them. It's like that don't sound crazy to you, like the, they're like, well, not like that. It's like, well, yes, like that. That's pretty much the extent. Of the logic uh, you're going to, you know? It's it's so funny too because don't get me wrong, I have been there. Okay. We've like, all yeah, we've all we've all been we've there. All been, there was times where I was just like, <laughs> Okay, three fifteen on the squat, two twenty five on bench, four oh five on the deadlift, and then I'm a worthy man. You know, it's like right. and then you get Dude, there. three plates for every lift and that's it. That's that's, that's exactly what I wanted to do. And <laughs> it got to this point where I was like, What where is this going? And then I laughed at how retarded I was. And and again, don't get me wrong. The temple that God gives you, the body, you want to hone it and protect it and love it righteously. You know, eat healthy food, work out, get a lot of sun, all that stuff. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean like go be a fat butt, you know. Right. <laughs> but it's just amazing how... Yeah, this when, arbitrary standard. That, yeah, it's an arbitrary standard. How dare you say it's arbitrary? I know it's right. Yeah. <laughs> but but like when you you um what's it called edify or testify? When you um when you're righteous with them and you say it back to them, it's just so funny when somebody says something that's in your head that kind of makes sense, but then somebody says it back to you and you're like, oh, I'm I'm retarded. Oh, because that's happened so many times where I'll be with a, a great homesteading family because I got huge in the homesteading these days. Yeah. And I'll then bring up to say, you know, I'm having a really hard time figuring out when I should sell my home because I'm trying to get the maximum capital gain. And then I look up and they're looking at me and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm being gay. And they're like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're gay. Just go have a family. Don't you'll sell when you need to sell. You'll buy when you need to buy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> like right when they said it to me, I'm like, oh, you know, the yoke is easy, like, the bird no. is light. I, there's a part of me is just like, you guys don't understand. <laughs> you guys didn't go to school like me. <laughs> like, I'm, I I, have debt. And then I don't have debt. So in my head, I'm like, wait, no, I don't have debt. I'm like, but I, I have to make this decision. Like, no, you don't. Like, when you know it's right, you'll do it. Like, but if, if I make the wrong decision, I might lose all the capital gains. But like, so? But when will I know? Day. You will know. <laughs> You will know when you know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's I love that that answer of how if you don't know something, then you're not supposed to know it. You yeah. know, that's a common thing. I think people waking up. I feel like we're so as <laughs> with a compliment ourselves. I feel like we're so advanced in this thing that we're <laughs> talking. We're, <laughs> we're, <laughs> I'm not trying to be arrogant, guys. What I'm saying is, you'll get to the state if you do the silent prayer, doubt every thought, usual stuff, diarythought.com. But you'll get to the state where if you don't know something, uh, you may feel this tension, but then suddenly you'll realize that you're not supposed to know. And that if God wants you to know something, you will know. And if you don't know, then you don't know. And you don't need to figure it out. You know, you can look at stuff and be like, yeah, it might be that, but you're not heavy. Just like the whole yoke is easy, the burden is light. The, the truly righteous path, it's very, the burden is light even when the world is going to hell because that's not your path 
And so I, I just laugh whenever we talk because there's a few people I talk to about this where we're on the same page. Like you and I are on, on this path, you know, going down this thing and we're both sitting quietly morning and night. We're just seeing how things are unfolding. It's unbelievable how, uh, how fulfilling it is, even when you're suffering about knowing that, oh, okay, I am suffering unrighteously. I made, you know, oh, God's revealing this to me. He's letting me see this and you don't resent it. It's unbelievable how you're just unemotional about those things to the point where (laughs) when, when you talk with other people, they like, they think you're a psychopath. They literally, because they believe their thoughts and Satan's telling them, don't go near that guy. He might wake you up. (laughs) I know, right? You know, so they're just like, he's, he's, he's worshiping Satan. He's, he's a psychopath. He's unemotional. He does have emotions. He's just pushing it down. He's going to shoot everybody, you know, and you just sit there and you can see that, that storm that's in their mind when you realize (laughs) that life is just so simple. Just be righteous, be pure. It's beautiful. It's just, I don't know if you have anything to say to that, but it's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, (laughs) well, it's funny because at, at work, um, you know, I just work mostly with some guys and yeah, one crazy lady. How but, she? Um, but the guys yeah. are just as crazy as she is but, <laughs> but <laughs> the same spirit yeah yeah right but but uh but it's funny because we'll talk about like um you know relationships and whatever and being married and then i'll just pretty much say yeah like um it's it's funny you just say the woman was made to be the man's helpmate she uh-huh. is to <laughs> you know help the man and not to not to uh what's the word be in competition with the man not yes. to try and out earn the man, not even to like still be working, like when with a man, and and it's oh, like, man. oh my god, how could you say it? like? So this. what's it like when you've released those hand grenades in those conversations? Because that is a hand grenade <laughs> to drop in front of people. <laughs> it's 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 pretty fun now because they'll say comments like, oh, I can see why you're not married now. And I'm like, man, <laughs> like is that a bad thing? Like what you look around, you look at even like right. your relationship, how you're terrorized by your wife. Yeah. Like, and, and yep. every decision that you make is to appease her, and you yep. guys are constantly. I mean, I know you're miserable because you're complaining about it all the time. So exactly. You're gonna, you're gonna tell me that that's not um, that it's like a bad thing to be single still? Like, come on, dude. Oh man, it's <laughs> it's such a funny thing that they will try. Another great one to say is, well, Jesus was single. You know, right? <laughs> he had he had a good time. I I um I'm in courtship with uh, Rosalind. She was on a podcast recently, and. The, you know, it's all about. Oh, how how dare my roommate flush the toilet? I know, I well, can totally no, hear it. <laughs> Sounds like you're in the room. When I was getting. <laughs> I know. I'm just like uh, one second, guys. God has a, a bowel movement for me to complete. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, that's so funny. Hopefully, he had a, a sin pass, you know, allegedly. Uh, but when um, what there's been this kind of revelation or conversation we've had where she feels. And I am speaking for her and I'll have her back on to make sure I say this right. But she is willing to follow because I am following a righteous path as best I can, you know, and I am doing the best I can to be that righteous example of a man because most men are, um, they're unworthy of a woman. They're watching porn. They're believing their thoughts. They're lusting after other women while being in relationships. They're, lusting after her body and abusing it, abusing that temple of God. And then they wonder why their wife resents them. Well, it's, it's because you're not treating her like she is your daughter. 
And the more you treat women like they're your daughters with joy and compassion and patience and calmness, that you you truly see how the relationship should be. And the woman wants to be the helper for a righteous man yeah. who is there to protect, to provide, to give guidance. And it's so, the point I think Rosalind made is that these men are seem to be so rare that most people have a warped perception of what a relationship should be that when you say like, oh, the woman needs to follow the man, most people <laughs> think like you're this misogynistic, lustful yeah it's like you, know, you tie him up to like beat yeah. him and then like it's like all right, right this is the time we have sex now, and that's it. now make me a sandwich and then <laughs> i you, know right maybe a sandwich you, after you force him to give you oral sex randomly and you just all, all these unrighteous things all this sodomite stuff frankly and, and you if, beat him and slap him and yeah you beat him as all this abusive stuff and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and there said, are the extra mayonnaise <laughs> right you no know i don't like tomato he's like god you did it again <laughs> and we're we're laughing at this guys because the men who act like that they're betas they're they're not leading by righteous example like the the righteous man you're you're only intimate with the woman to make the child and then you're set and i'm beginning to really understand that because we live in such a sodomite land of just everyone lusting after bodies and porn and people are getting the weird stuff these days um, that you don't understand the baseline is you are meant to be intimate with a woman inside the purview of marriage and you're meant to be intimate for the procreation aspect. You're not supposed to be putting things where they shouldn't belong as, uh, <laughs> as, <the gays laughs> as most, <do. laughs> that's what the gays, yeah, that's what gays do directly. <laughs> but at least gay people are honest about it because so many heterosexuals are doing the same thing. They're sterilizing their woman with birth control. And then they have the audacity to judge the gay guy who's at least honest saying, well, at least I know where I'm putting it. It's unrighteous. You know, it's <laughs> like it's, if a guy's just, <laughs> yeah, where the sun don't shine. If like a guy does it to his wife, they yeah, they like, oh, this is just, you know, sampling the uh, fruits of the God's poo -poo labor. Platter. The poo-poo platter. <laughs> <laughs> this is so gross. Oh, this is gross. Man, I'm such a righteous guy these days. Anyways, um, I've just really begun to realize that I don't blame women anymore for why they are the way they are because it's the man's crazy. fault. <laughs> right. Well, first they're crazy because they're, they're the weaker their vessel, right? And you Another can't blame controversial them. thing to say. <laughs> How dare they? How dare you? <laughs> I was with you, Jacob, on this podcast, but now that you said they're the weaker vessel, now we're, <laughs> we're at odds. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's... And the the what I kind of see now is I always focus on the man, not yeah. in a homo way. I just realized that sounded gay. Um, you focus on, focus the, man. on the man's body. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you, Jacob? Oh, the, the man's seen you. Oh, okay. I need muscle, to send a cross to you. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna touch you with a cross and see if I get Satan jump out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, like you really understand that if I, I think even JLP's talked about this all the time where if the man is righteous the woman will see that righteous example and if she chooses to follow him into the light that's great there's no guarantees maybe she decides to you know shrink away like you know a vampire and go stay with her daddy satan for the rest of her life you know get cats have a good time you know scissor <laughs> all the usual stuff be a modern feminist <laughs> yeah yeah it's like oh, man forgive them father they know not what they do you know that's how i see it these days and with 
With men who are emotional, they believe in their thoughts. With women who are emotional, right. they believe in their thoughts. You know, it's the same spirit inside the man and the woman if they are that emotional person who, you know, keeps the battered wife at home. <laughs> I, I had oh, made this point, too. I was talking with, with some of the guys. And I said, yeah, a, a big factor on why everyone is unhappy in relationships nowadays is because there's such an emphasis for the woman to make all the decisions like about what she likes in a man, like what kind of man she should be with, the example right. of what a man right. should do, and the men are following suit, but they don't understand yes. that she's just crazy and she doesn't know what she wants because Satan is her right. daddy. So that's right. why she's all that, illogical. That is a great point. That is a great point, how men are defaulting to the woman and they're allowing media, mass media and you know television and all these things to, they're believing what the images are telling them of what a man should be. And then they're subverting themselves to the woman and then they're trying to be intimate with them, you know, before again, <laughs> it's just, they're turning their wives into their mommies, you know? So like just, just for a refresher for everybody, natural order, you know, is God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, woman over children. That's how it should be where the man is seeking the kingdom of God only. And that is his focus. And the woman then can follow the man, but she can also, you know, seek the kingdom of God only. And the man is supposed to watch over and protect, and the woman is the nurturing system. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah, where the reverse is just nothing but hell. Everywhere. Right, right. <laughs> and the key, the key thing I was going to say there is, um, when men are intimate before marriage, or they're being intimate inside of marriage just for lustful In reasons, yeah. right? They are now beginning to worship the woman. Now, if it's before marriage, super clear. After marriage, if they're worshiping her body and all that, and her attitude the woman begins to switch with the man and she becomes the man's God. And that's why now you see the man is next to the kid, right? Now the man is at the same level as the kids. And that's why you have a lot of man child, man children, like man childs, right? Cause they're no longer the head of their household. The woman is, and now they are like children as and well to the mother. <laughs> everyone's unhappy. The woman feels like she has to be in control because the man is unworthy. And I'm not saying this is condemned for life. You know, there's always the answer of the man can, again, refocus on God only. He can retake. He can win. All that jazz. But when you lose that connection with God, who fills it in? Well, you know, Prince of Darkness. And yeah. that's, why, that's why so many people, even if they choose to stay in the marriages, they're just miserable. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's there's this misperception of marriage being this miserable thing because all these people <laughs> are doing it wrong. You know, right. it's... It's kind of like um, if every single person who owned a gun shot themselves in the head, they're using guns wrong. You're like, no, guns <laughs> are amazing if you use them right. But most of the time, people are just blasting themselves in the head. This is the analogy of um, marriage. They're doing it wrong, so marriage sucks. If you do it right, marriage is this peaceful, joyous thing where, like you said, the woman is the helper. The woman wants to be the helper. She's in your corner. She's taking care of things, and she knows she can trust you. She just wants you to crush in life. And that's how it should be. But so many guys are just stuck watching porn. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. We're crushing it so far. I got some other things I've noticed. Um, one, one thing I've noticed when I've talked with a few people is they say they do the silent prayer. Uh, in particular, it's a few people I know. And during them talking about their experiences with the silent prayer, which everybody is about sitting quietly, be still and know, capture every thought, bring it into captivity, 
you know, go into your prayer closet, not literally like a closet in your house, weirdos, it's within you. Um, literally, they'll begin to misinterpret that and they'll say, oh, during my silent prayer, I choose to focus on good thoughts. They say like, oh, I focus on being righteous, be righteous, be righteous, visualize <laughs> a good future. And it kind of blows my mind. Like, I, I, I don't understand what it means, like, doubt every thought. Do you have the Batman meme where Batman slaps Robin? Like, <laughs> I should, I'm going to do that for one of my memes. Like, every I started believing the good ones. Doubt every thought. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely doing that. I need to write that down. <laughs> but I, I, I'm definitely not frustrated or anything, but I look at them and I, I'm wondering if they just don't really understand, you know, they believe the thoughts that say, oh, no, no. When he says doubt every thought, <laughs> he really means the ones that are negative, right? And I, I've just started to wonder, maybe have you seen that too where people, they know they're supposed to do a silent prayer every morning and night. They act like they're holy, but they don't do it every morning and night. Or if they do, they're focusing on like, oh, here I go again, believing these thoughts. Like, that's also a thought, retard. Like, right. do, that, do you not another, understand? That's another good point. And it just goes to show um, the true battle is spiritual. And, uh, you know, it's in the Bible, too. Like, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but against spirits and rulers. Principalities and, of darkness. Right. Yep. In high places. And it's... um, Yeah. It, it just goes to show that the, the knowledge is not good enough. You can know something is bad for you. You can know... I shouldn't do this because X, Y, Z. I mean, I've done it before and it just led to misery and yet I'm still yep. going to do it. And yep. and it just goes to show that uh, we can't we can't save anyone. Uh, we can't even save yes. ourselves. We can't prevent ourselves from trying to do something. Only God is the one who can rectify us and uh, yep. and really just clean yep. us up and, and, you know, make us truly perfect. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? I know JLP talks about every thought. And I know I've talked about, I know Roy says just to observe and feel your fingers and all that basic stuff, but it kind of goes back to that initial point we were talking about. It's just how we tend to complicate things by believing what the intellect is telling us. And we just can't believe it's that simple that every <laughs> single thing you hear in your head that sounds like you, whether it's negative or positive, whether it's like this abstract version of you watching yourself think that's also you thinking it, it's yeah. it's this layered thing where they're just like you said they escape from one pen and they're like oh i'm escaping from the pen of negative thoughts those aren't me but you get into the bigger pen of like oh thoughts you're still here and satan's got you you know and right. then they open the next pen they're like oh I've, i know it's negative and positive but i'm watching myself think and you're like no 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 that's also like watching your thoughts and you're thinking about watching your thoughts that's also a thought and it's like Right. When you truly sit quietly, you get maybe, uh, Roy has said this, Roy Masters, guys, look him up. He just recently died, great guy. He said that even when you sit quietly in the silent prayer and you feel your fingers, you feel the blood flow, uh, you listen to the noises in one ear, out the other, you you really only get a glimpse of that, what it truly is to observe. It's a glimpse. You're just like, hmm. oh, there it is. It's not like you sit in the silent prayer and you're holy for five minutes straight. It's <laughs> it's you sit there for five minutes and there's tenths of a second of of revelation where it's just like boom, there it is. And you're like, oh wow, there it is. You're like, oh 
darn it. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, guy, every time you see yourself getting lost, it's God tapping you on your shoulder. That's what it's like in the silent prayer when you sit quietly is that there's moments you're sitting there and your thoughts are just going crazy. They're like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you think you're so holy right now. But they're you're not sitting your here. thoughts, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, everyone thinks they are, they the, are the thinker. Of the dark oh, prince of this world. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's just amazing. Like all your thoughts are lies. It's from a jealous gamma gay guy named Satan. Named right. Satan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't. I just. It's brought so much joy to my life that then you return to the present moment after you doubt every thought. You do a silent prayer morning and night. And if you're supposed to have a woman, a woman will eventually show up. It'll feel right. You'll take your time. You won't be intimate. It'll just naturally flow. If you're supposed to have work, you'll be working and things will be added upon you. You're not fretting about the next project that's going to fail or the next three weeks or where you're going to be in two years <laughs> when this project finishes. You know, you're know, just going to be like, uh, I don't know. Like, Am I supposed to know? No. You don't even engage with that. You're like, I'm a little busy right now being with God. You know, It's such a... Um, it's such a relief to let go of that burden. And I'm wondering if you've let go of that burden too, and what's it like to kind of, you know, Atlas shrug, you shrugged off that responsibility and gave it to God to handle it for you. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just an amazing thing to really be humbled to the point yep. where you, you know that you're the created and the created can't do anything without the creator. Right. And, um, and that, it, uh, another another thing I wanted to talk about was um, we, we kind of like touched on this a little bit earlier, but there, sure. there's a verse in the Bible and it talks about something like uh, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And and to me, I don't think that that's the correct translation. And, and interesting. And this is um, and yeah, this this is this goes back to one of those things, right? Like know for yourself. But but to me, you know how how we just showed that knowledge isn't enough to prevent you from falling into darkness, and so exactly. So to yeah, me, it's, it's I know what you mean. There's like there's like these moments where, like let's say I made a, a tiny little booklet. They get it, they read it. They're like, oh, Dad, we thought, okay, go and forgive, and God forgives you. Which really you're just letting go of resentment, and you sit quietly and you observe your thoughts, and they intellectually know it. They can close the book, and they were just given the nectar from God. Yes, I am saying I'm nectar from God. Um, <laughs> but I think this is the point you're going to, right? This Now you have to translate that into action, like the courage to do something, right? Well, well it's just, I guess, what does that really mean? Because it, it can't just be the knowledge itself, the step, my, par my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And because even the Bible talks about going and forgiving, and, and Jesus does mention in the right. Bible also that the kingdom of heaven is within. Right. So, so to me, that um, it's just one of those examples of, you know, you know how the Bible thumpers they want to constantly proclaim the word of God yep. is the Bible and blah blah blah, and everything's right in here, and they'll oh, yeah. they'll, they'll hold it up as this holy thing, and they really make the Bible. Um, the God, as opposed to just having God be God, and that's interesting. And they um, don't, and they don't realize that. Um, I don't know. It's it's funny. They're they're like robots in the sense that they can't um, think themselves. So like they'll make fun of 
how the people are blindly accepting all the vaccine stuff and yeah. and saying oh how could or even with this election oh how could people just blindly vote and keep that clown newsome in office still right they right. had like someone else so why didn't they just back him it's the same thing like they don't realize that when they blindly put words um from translations that they don't they don't really understand because they're not having that interpretation come from within they're having it come from without yeah. they're they're following the same pattern and there's this false um this false heightened supremacy feeling you get when you get some of that knowledge right because a, lo a lot of people will say like oh there's there's non-christians and then there's the ones who know the christians right the ones but you can still be a complete graveler satan follower if you're a christian yeah. you know and especially a bible thumper those are almost guaranteed to be from my experience because I've I, the point you're making was great. I want to take a little bit sideway where when I talk about God with people, my favorite part is to say like how right now in this moment when we're talking, God is literally here with us right now. Like he's looking through my eyes and he's also looking through your eyes and he's here with us and it's awesome. And it's not like I'm saying I'm holy and God looks through my eyes and not yours, right? It's he's looking through everybody's eyes right now and he's feeling what you're feeling. He smells you know, through my nostrils. He smells through your nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's this in the moment, you're in the moment with somebody talking about God and that's where he is. He is in this moment. But I've noticed the Bible thumpers and extreme doctrine people, they will pull away from the present moment and talk about the scripture as if it's like God is in the scripture when, when they're talking, that's where God is. It's kind of like, you know, if you're in a room and there's two people and they're just ignoring you, like imagine you're there and a guy named Johnny's there and you're like, man, Jacob, you know, he's been on homesteads. He's been crushing. And I'm like, Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just completely ignore me. I'd be like, wait, wait, <laughs> like I'm, I'm right here. And that guy's just like, Paul's just like, Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's pretty cool, but you know what? Jacob has a philosophy, and I've heard him say it before. He said, you know, doubt every thought. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, yeah, I did say that. But then you guys literally ignore me. Like I feel like that's how. <laughs> I know God doesn't feel. Don't get me wrong, but that's how God would look at somebody who's like just a a, a Bible thumper talking to another Bible thumper. He's just like, yo, bro, I'm I'm right within both of you right now. Why why are you? like worshiping paper what's going on here like i'm right here like <laughs> like right. stop talking it's this fascinating like feeling where god is literally here right now and so many people are abstracting him into the future which again believe in their thoughts going into the temptation um going to the imagination of what this person said and that person mm. like it's it's just amazing to me how now i understand and i'm so thankful you know yeah. that I actually see it <laughs> yeah and to me that that translation should just be my per my people my people perish because they are disconnected from me and I, oh and that makes a, sense it's just yeah. as simple as that as opposed to from lack of knowledge i think that i, I don't know great point this, this is me just might be some gravel in the bible yeah right exactly it could, it's it, it this um this is another good point um i was talking about it a little bit with steve but um, how do we know nice. what is really truth? And he talked about this whole thing. I, I, there's like some fancy word for it and pretty much the study of like what is true and, okay. and pretty much how to prove that it is true. And, and it, 
and it sounded like all like a bunch of philosophical mumbo jumbo but that's what it always sounds like to me whenever <laughs> whenever oh man and it's not judgment either because i've been there like right i feel like it goes back to that point you made about that question so many people will ask like well what is what does eternity mean and my <laughs> my response is do you even know how to grow food like can let's focus on that do you even know like, how to what? cook food? <laughs> yeah, do you know how to cook? Yeah, for the girl, do you know how to cook food? You know, like, do do you even know how to take care of chickens? And they're like, no. I'm like, let's just focus on that. Like, have you ever shot a gun before? No. Let's talk about that instead, because, like, I I'm so unrighteous, and I know you are too, because because you ain't praying morning and night. <laughs> that uh, allegedly, I can't, I can't make any claims. That I know whatever conversation happens, I always find it's just self masturbatory to justify something. You know, they're like, oh, I figured out what truth is. It's this complicated thing I need to explain for 10 minutes. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, ah, yeah, you got me. <laughs> God is really just annoyed right now because he's looking at both of us like, dude, I want these guys to go get some ice cream, but now they're still talking. Like, what is their problem? <laughs> just kidding, guys. I'm not saying God says that. It's, you know, calm down. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, so it just... It's just like um, the moment that you say that, and that's why it's funny to be to like kind of revel in the hereticnessness uh, of it. Yeah, yeah. Which is just, um, yeah. So there are some things in the Bible, but yeah, a lot of it is a bunch of nonsense because it wasn't really written so much by... of it. I would read it. I'm like, uh, you got me. I'm just right. like, yep. There's or, or like even... 27 cousin in the genealogy. I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, just cool <laughs> or even the stuff that that is is true but like how how you say it's just not meant for you to know it right now like for right. example you know uh, i think that the stuff in revelation is pretty out there and pretty hard to like discern but sure. i mean you can sure. discern some of it and not to say like it's all not to say literally everything in the bible is bad or it has been um i know right or has been used to uh what's the word like undermine what the true word of god really was because the people back uh, then that were translating it they right. openly changed certain scriptures here and there they excluded some books too I yeah heard. like they, and i'm like have. hey that's not cool like but what <laughs> right so yeah it just, again it goes back to how do you know what is true and and the quick answer to that is just because you know it from within because you're yep. going from within and not from without great point um uh roy talked about that too he had this point god i'm masturbating to roy right now jesus calm down um he had this point about how somebody would say how, how do i know that i'm i'm supposed to do this and it, i asked you that question before too and how do you know the, you're it's, right exactly yeah. the one he would ask is he would say like how do you know you're supposed to be here like how do you know one, one plus one equals two and you're like ah it's just it's evident and then that's how it should be. Yeah, you know, it's right. not like this. You can uh, intellectually <laughs> conclude based upon your hypothesis. No, it's it's either clear to you or it's not clear to you. And don't get me wrong. Maybe you talk with somebody and they say something that resonates with you, and you're like, "Oh, that is true. I, I knew that." And then, like you said, from your experience, you can then say it yourself to somebody else. And even if they don't get it, you know that it's true for now like the way you're supposed to see it. And then in the future, if you're wrong, hey, yeah, I was kind of wrong about this thing, but 
what I've generally found, Jacob, is that the things that I know are true, um, I had to go back to basics, like the very, yeah. very basics. Absolutely. But since since I've known it's true, it hasn't been that I changed my mind about it. It's just been proven more and more. And right. it sounds a bit, that sounds a little religious-y. You know, it's just like, <laughs> I've always been right. You know, I just, uh, <laughs> whenever somebody disagrees with me, I just see that they're fallen and they just, <laughs> you know, right. I'm not saying that because there's so many things I don't know that most of the time I say, I got no idea. I'm just focusing on, you know, how to zero in a scope at, you know, a thousand meters for a rifle. You know, like I, I know certain things like doubting every thought, Satan's real, evil's real. Um, and morning and night silent prayer, you should know for yourself. And if you don't know, you're not supposed to know. And if you are feeling emotional, you believe your thoughts. That's all I really know, you know, and I know the future isn't real and past isn't real. You know, it's, yeah. it's amazing how simple it is. I actually have a flashcard that Rosalyn made me of like the five key things to always remind myself that I know are true. <laughs> and from that, everything else is fine. Like literally it's just a simple flashcard, right? Doubt every thought. If you're supposed to know, then you'll know. You should know for yourself and not believe it because someone else told you. Yeah. And you should sit quietly with your fingers. And if you're feeling emotional, uh, you just got cut off from some thoughts and God is showing you that you're caught up in thoughts. And the future isn't real. Past isn't real. Imagination isn't real. Like it's so simple. Even a caveman can understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's that's super interesting. So you, what I admire about what you do is you actually talk a lot, a lot with people about it. Um, for me, I I see it and I talk with maybe one or two people about it, but I don't really talk about it anymore because mm. if they're supposed to know, they'll know and they'll come to me because I'm a righteous example, allegedly. Uh, I don't want to make any claims. Or um, they'll come to me or or they won't. It's not like I'm trying to convince anybody right. anymore. Yeah. I'm trying... I'm trying to live by example. And every time I try to live by example, I realize how far I fall short. And I don't mean that as like, you know, uh, beating myself up with a whip. It's, it's literally just every time you start to feel like, wow, this is amazing. I've overcome that. God then will reveal this next thing. Like, Hey, remember how you used to worship money? Watch this. <laughs> you know, and he does something or something happens to you and you're like, Oh, that used to bother me. Oh, this yeah. hurts. You know, and you just keep on going. And the moments where you sit quietly and you reflect, you're, it's like benediction time. You look back and you see how you were just a child when you were born again. And you're just now learning how to walk into the light. And it's only been a year and a half or a year and nine months or whatever, however long it's been. Yeah. You know, it's only been um, like a year since doing this podcast. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to me just I mean, how we have all these have episodes and, and they just happen. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm looking back at them. It's I'm like, like what? <laughs> yeah, I did that. I talked to this guy. Oh, that's a good point. Like it's who like, said that? <laughs> how many hours of it is, is it like, there's like 60, hours. 60 hours or so. <laughs> I can't like, imagine where did being all the like, time happen. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know. Like I can't imagine being JLP with like three hours a day, five days a week. Like that's amazing. And like with Roy, with all of his lectures, those were just the ones that were recorded, you know, and even right. yesterday I spent half the day with a very righteous family when shooting with them. Um, we really talked a lot about spirituality, but not in this like masturbatory way. They were just revealing their experiences. And I'm like, 
oh, that reminds me of this and this and this. And there was misalignment sometimes, but there was so much, I call it gravy, so just so much righteousness that it felt refreshing when I left their home with my friend. It was just unbelievable. Like that's how conversation should be, where you edify God, you talk about him, you figure it out, and then you start taking steps based upon that conversation. Like we're actually beginning to look at uh, alleged land and real estate to buy together. You know, we're beginning to do that. And I, I, I just find it so amazing to realize like we've, we've done all these podcasts, man, and it's just us talking. And just from the past year, it's like iron sharpens iron. We are becoming very well honed just like when we talk with Richard or we talk with other people or like how you talk with other people, you become so sharp in your perspective that I just can't wait to see where it goes and I'm not trying to predict the future. Cause you know, maybe you and I die tomorrow, <laughs> whatever. Cause we're just the created. <laughs> <laughs> all, all glory goes to God while you give me your money. <laughs> you know, I always hear I always hear like religious people say, Oh, it's always a God, God, God. And then you look at their life and you're like, Aren't you like Satan, taking Satan, a lot Satan. of money? Yeah, Satan, <laughs> Satan, Satan. <laughs> it's really inverted the whole time. Oh, <laughs> uh, and when when I can have these conversations with righteous people, I get so much joy. That's why I enjoy talking with Rosalind, with you, um, with my recent friends I've made, and you know the whole homestead community, because it's about things that truly matter. It's not about you know, not to make fun of the joke you made, but like, what does eternity mean? It's more like. We, we talk about things like, do you have a wife RK? yet? <laughs> yeah, the RNK, like, do you have a wife yet? I have a girl who's looking for a righteous guy. That's it. It's you like know? questions that aren't gay. Those Question. are the, that's the topic that we discuss. <laughs> yeah, questions that aren't gay. That's going to be the title of this one. Uh, that's so good. Questions that aren't gay. I'm going to write that down so I get that right. <laughs> and just, just if you want to be a son or daughter of God, just like Jacob and myself, be sure to go. God, it sounds like I'm doing such a pitch. Um, I, I always forget the first step is always you got to go and let go of the resentment when you resented your parents when you were young. Um, it People just don't understand that if your parents were perfect, you would be perfect too. If you're not perfect, your parents did something to you that made you resent them. That is the thing you need to go and forgive them. And if you don't know what that is, then do the silent prayer. Every morning, every night, sit quietly, feel your fingers. You know, diarythought.com slash silent prayer. You get the JLP one, the Roy Masters one, the Jacob Rucker one, whichever one you want to do. <laughs> and then you doubt every thought, including the positive ones, guys. Jesus, doubt those. <laughs> Literally, Jesus. Thank you. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't control the thoughts because they aren't you. Isn't that amazing? Good or the bad. Ugh, like, that blows my mind every time. Like, there will be thoughts. I'll be drinking water, and the thought will say, oh, this water is really refreshing. And I'll be like, oh, Satan. <laughs> I know, right? It, or it's like, you, become, you should call up so-and-so and, and tell them. What, it's like, oh, it's Satan. <laughs> yeah, like, or like you'll be in the shower cleaning up. You close your eyes and you're mad. All of a sudden, you think you're imagining like, oh, if I were to say this. And you open your eyes, you're like, oh, Satan. It, it, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah just, for, the, you, for the longest time, that was the thing with me when I... When the scales of pride were falling from away. the great serpent fell away from my eyes. On your own road to and, Damascus. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I would have these conversations or like these imaginary conversations like, oh, I, I think I should tell so and so this and this oh, is gosh. how it should go. 
Yep. And yeah, it was just a bunch and of nonsense. And then they'll say this, and then I'll say this, and then right. that makes me better than them. And dude, I, I'll be honest. I go on long drives a lot. They drive everywhere. And there'll be times where I'll be sitting there quietly. And then I'll be like, I'll have an imaginary conversation. It'll yeah. start about 10 seconds. It'll start. And I'm, I'm starting to feel this, this goodness. I'm like, Ooh, this feels good. And then me, the right <laughs> when I say, Ooh, this feels good. I'm like, ah, oh, Satan. And then I laugh and I say, thanks God. I'm retarded. And it, it, over a 30 minute period, it happens three different times or four different times. It happens right. so many times. That's how I know I'm so ridiculous. But at the same time, I'm so thankful because it's happening less and less. Yeah, and it does. And then you're just literally in a joyous state where you're always looking around while you're driving. You're like, wow, this is great. You know, this is amazing. Oh, that guy cut me off. Oh, I feel for him. I get it. You know, it doesn't mean you, you know, oh, capitulate to everybody. Right. You're just like, it's oh, like, this guy's trying no to get in. You son of a bitch. I wish you a well day. <laughs> well, <and> on, <laughs> on the other side, too, you're not this, like, uh, weak person. You're like, oh, just let everybody in. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, this guy's this guy's trying to get in a position where he's not allowed to. I'm gonna let's see let's see if right, he's gonna hit yeah. me. You're it's like, like you okay. gotta get behind me, pal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead, you're just like he looks at you weird, and you're like, hey, what's up, man? Like, oh, I feel you. I feel you. Like, I know you're pissed. It's all good. Like, <laughs> yeah. we both are late. You know, I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I, there was this uh, short little thirty second clip of uh, uh, this guy on a bus, and there was this uh, Jamaican woman, I think um who's just complaining she's like oh this bus is always late and the guy's just like everybody late in new york <laughs> and then she starts complaining to him he's just like you ain't special lady i'm late too for a job that i hate <laughs> and that's why you're pissed because you're going you're late to a job you hate he's <laughs> just like you can just hop out and walk home wherever you came from and everyone starts laughing and he's just having a good time too because he's late as well and it's all good <laughs> Right. Anyways, um, oh wow, that was an hour. My my Jesus Lord, I didn't even realize that passed by. Well, let's let's cut this off for now, and people only get the uh, one hour of Jacob and Jacob, and then they can do the paywall later on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. Yeah, it's what like sixty dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, sixty six dollars <laughs> and six cents, and uh, <laughs> you're allowed to have access for thirty three minutes and three seconds. Yeah, <laughs> nine easy payments of. Ten ninety nine, and if you don't pay, well, then uh, it'll be a forty four death door for you, and uh, numerology <laughs> confirmed. And people who do that, anyways, yeah, die without guys, know thyself. If you have any questions, always reach out to us. You know, go to the website, submit a form. We love answering questions for you, and really realize that with all this pandemic stuff, it's all gay. Don't worry about it. Be righteous. <laughs> and if you're supposed to be on a homestead, go get on a homestead, guys. Get some chickens. Have a family. If you're supposed to be in the city and proselytize and be righteous, well then, go for it. Just be righteous and follow God and don't be judgy against yourself and against others. And I guess we'll see you again on the Diary Thought Podcast. Take care. <laughs> that was-